Hi, this is Russ Hackman, host of The Wall Street Sweeper. Coming up next, this week, the market for bonds continues to fall apart and long-term interest rates are spiking, which is wreaking havoc on traditional portfolios of stocks and bonds. With both stocks and bonds under significant stress, stay tuned for important tips on managing risk to your retirement. And now, The Wall Street Sweeper with Russ Hackman. Sweeping away the clutter of Wall Street uh, every week on this show and also from the four offices around Boston, downtown Wakefield, Hingham and Waltham. It is the Wall Street Sweeper with Russ Hackman, Russ Hackman, president of Hackman Wealth Partners. Russ Hackman, 25 years in the financial industry, early years on Wall Street trading desk. And we always get Russ's take on the markets and he's got a lot to say about it on the show today. But I just want to tell you, we're going to talk a lot about assumptions and you you know what happens when we assume. You should never assume because when you assume, you make an <laughs> of you and me. So true, Felix Unger from The Odd Couple, 1973. Yeah. Good, good, <laughs> odd couple quote. I think we've got some. Well, we got, speaking of assumptions, we got some maybe erroneous assumptions to review later. That's, we have a kind of an interesting list to. That's prompted by that uh, quote, but you know, let's let's shift to the market conversation. Yeah, what's happening, uh, Dave? So we've been well, you know, we've been obviously we continue to meet with all of our, uh, you know, the folks that come in to see us at the offices, uh, Hingham, Wakefield, uh, Waltham, and downtown, and you know, the tone of the meetings obviously is shifting because you know the markets are just kind of rolling over here, right? So. You know, we had started on back when, you know, we were still melting, Dave, when, hmm. uh, you know, summer was kind of uh, still here in August. We said, well, we wonder if this is going to be a volatile fall. Yeah. And and like, boy, did we got one. You warned right? us. We're, we're not we're not here to be fortune tellers, but it is sort of a hazardous time of year. And, um, you know, it really has been uh, somewhat disheartening to see some of the market action. Obviously, when we put plans together and and we, you know, counsel people, the idea is, you know, we want to be long term. We want to be, you know, not, uh, you know, taking a taking a hit to the chin every time the market wiggles and waggles, which it certainly uh, will. So, uh, but I think for anybody who you know, still has a decent amount of risk in their portfolio. These these sort of actions are concerning. So if we look at, um, you know, kind of the, the synopsis of the year is, hey, smooth sailing through July 31st, the market was up, the SP was up around 19%. Um, the bond market was fairly stable, even slightly moving in the sl in, in sort of a slightly positive direction. But since then, you know, if we look over the last sort of two to three months, or I'll even emphasize the last month, you know, we've got the S&P alone down 6% in the last month. We've got the bond index down, um, we've got the bond index down 3%. We've got one of the biggest bond funds, TLT, down 9% in the last month, you know, and these are Again, things that are supposed to be safe, right? The S&P, we mm -hmm. know, moves around. The stocks move around. But these bonds are supposed to be safe. Um, you and I were talking off the air earlier, Dave. But if you look at, um, you know, year-to-date returns, it's like, well, the S&P was up 19. Now it's only up 10. If you look at that S&P equal weight where you take out those big tech stocks, it's actually down for the year now, down 2%. 
the bond index down 4% in the last um, month and that uh, or year to date, I'm sorry. And the that big treasury bond fund TLT down 14%. And I'm not here to just rattle off statistics, but these are, I think it's important to, to know, like Dave, we were talking off the air, like you look at some of the biggest bond funds, like TLT is one of the biggest bond funds. It's down 40% since the beginning 40. of January of last year, which basically wow. is when the market started reversing January of 22, right? You've got the bond index down 18%. You got the SPs down nine. It's come back a bit uh, since the beginning of this year, but you know it's kind of ugly out there. And it's like, okay, well, what's causing all this? Well, it really is, you know, government. You know, surprise, government. The Fed raising rates. Mm -hmm. In some ways, market participants are saying, hey, these guys are not being smart because they might break something. And <laughs> second of all. Um, government spending just totally out of control, which is leading to excess treasury supply. That's why interest rates are spiking. People are looking at the 10-year maybe to go to 5%. Now, why does all this matter? It just means there's market instability out there. It means that you really, really want to be sure you take stock of your risk, your risk in stocks, your risk in bonds, don't hold any bonds is my recommendation. Sell those. They ain't coming back. Put your money in CDs. Anyway, time to transition to our first opportunity for folks to come in. Come in and see us for a complimentary second opinion and risk assessment. Almost everybody could use one. Next five callers that have saved $500,000 or more for retirement. And at no cost, no obligation, schedule one of the offices around Boston most convenient to you, 617-674-2000, 617-674-2000. Coming up, Hackman Wealth Vice President and Partner Jack Young. Jack Young joins us in the studio. Jack is vice president of Hackman Wealth Partners and a part of this show as always. It's always great every week to get together with Russ, Clear, and Jack. Hey, Jack, welcome into the studio. Hey, Dave, thanks so much. Really appreciate being a part of the show with you, Russ, and Claire. And uh, hopefully I can share some stories that... That resonate with some folks here. Oh, absolutely. I know you will. And you're a great part of the show. What you and Claire do such a great job at is, is sharing case studies, uh, giving us a look at what that process is like when people call in to schedule with you and Claire and Russ and the team at Hackman Wealth. Uh, you're going to start out with the story of a couple and a major, major red flag, Jack, that you saw when you first met with them. Yeah, actually, Dave, interestingly enough, yesterday, a couple came in about a $2 million portfolio, uh, from, you know, and they were currently being managed at a, at a big box firm. Um, and what was the what was that red flag is 75% of their portfolio, actually, even a little bit more, uh, about 78% was in bonds. And, um, you know, they granted they were they are very risk adverse folks. Um, collectively as a couple, their risk profile is very low. Um, but, you know, and so they were perturbed when they came in because last year they were down 14 and a half, 14.6% after we did a, wow. a bit of analysis. And, you know, 
you know, with a 75% allocation to bonds, that wasn't supposed to happen. No, I mean, and I know Russ talks a lot about bonds and where we are with bonds now. Uh, that's that's a huge red flag, Jack. So, I mean, w- well, give us an idea of what you did to help get them out of this mess and, and what else is available. Exactly right. So I, the, the safe, that's what was supposed to be their safe money, right? And wow. then, you know, for 300 in within the 365 day span to be down almost 15% was unacceptable. So we talked about, you know, laddered CD strategies, T-bills, you know, even 100% liquid core money market positions are yielding over five, five and a half percent. So, you know, when you look at it from a risk reward standpoint, you know, being in something that, yes, on the upside years, you can earn three, four percent. But, you know, if it's supposed to be your safe money and you're losing 15 percent, well, you know, we don't really find that acceptable. And, you know, being being, you know, showing them, you know, as I said, the laddered CD strategies, some treasury bill options, you know, and even money market positions right now mm-hmm. it really prompted, you know, the the thought of, you know, you know, and there's this notion around that, yes, bonds are generally safe, but not necessarily secure. Well, we don't, you know, we don't really like that notion. We don't find that. Um, I don't like it either. <laughs> right. It doesn't, it doesn't make much sense to us. Right. Yeah. So for, if somebody says they want to have safe money, you know, we want to ensure that there's principal protection and you're not going to lose 14.6%. So Did, when they, when they first came to you, Obviously, they had to have been aware of the severity of, of this issue, or were they fully aware of that? And were they also aware that this was really unnecessary? I, so I think that may have been part of the problem is they were just and I think this is and again, not um, to to go too much into, you know, how they were managed. Right. But it, you know, they're tossed into a very large equation, right, where. You know, at these big box, you know, financial firms, there's hundreds of millions, if not billions of assets under management. And, you know, if somebody fills out a a risk profile of conservative, well, they're automatically tossed in into bonds. And, you know, when you can go down to a little bit more, you know, customized strategy, yes, there is a lot of better things to do to ensure principal protection and get competitive yield. Now, we have that ability because we work with folks. We work with folks on their individual basis. We have a much more customized approach, um, you know, because, you know, they're not just a, 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 a line on a balance sheet with billions of dollars. Yeah, right. Exactly. I, I love the custom approach that you take and you do dig deep and you get to know them. And, and it's not only what they bring to the table, but how they see their retirement, how they want to live in their retirement. And that's a, a very, a very healthy portfolio they brought to you. Uh, just curious, were they near retirement or retired? I'm not sure if you mentioned that. Yeah, so they were nearing retirement. Nearing, and actually, okay. an, an interesting story I just wanted to, on this case, Dave, is we had they were sitting in our office and we had called their current advisor or his office, I guess, and, and we got someone in his office. And um, the answer that we got was uh, that they're going to have to call us back to properly answer why there was so much of an allocation towards bonds, especially given the current principal protected competitive yields that are out there. So I think that was pretty eye opening to that couple yesterday. And, you know, I, I, I really hope, um, you know, that, that folks out there listening, you know, r- pay attention to your allocations. Don't just be a, a, a line on a balance sheet. You know, there are options out there where your safe money, 
you know, it shouldn't go down. Mm. And there is ways to to get yield and and feel a sense of security, unlike, you know, thinking, you know, you're generally secure in bonds and then, you know, looking at your statement and being down 14.6%. There, there is other better options out there. You know, you're right. And, and Russ stresses every week on this show, every week, the importance of getting a second opinion. I mean, I can't tell you how many times I've gotten a quote on some work on my car and I get a second opinion. Certainly, it's all, uh, many times in cases of dealing with a medical professional, it's a good idea to get a second opinion when you're talking about what could be decades of retirement and to make sure that you're right, it pays to get a second opinion. Without question. And I think I would uh, encourage anyone that saved $500,000 or more to give us a call. We would really appreciate you coming in, sharing your statements with us, letting us do a little bit of analysis and seeing if there is other competitive strategies out there that are more in line with your current risk profile. Take advantage of it. Now, this is for the next five at no cost, no obligation. The number to call 617-674-2000, 617-674-2000. You'll come in and think about it. You you know, uh, if you're a regular listener of the show, you know, Russ, you know, Claire, you know, Jack, you've got the team behind this and you're going to sit down with with one of the team members could be Jack. And he's going to look for those red flags as he shared with us today. He's going to get to know you. Yes, look at what you're bringing to the table, but also, again, looking at how you want to live in your retirement. It's a comprehensive process if you go forward with the team. That includes looking at what uh, a budget or spending plan will be, uh, adding in those protective components that are necessary more so now than ever in proper retirement planning, building in that income, looking at your risk exposure. That's what makes this so comprehensive. So this is available to the next five. You can come in uh, and, and just at a good time, convenient to you, and sit down and talk about your retirement. So again, to schedule, it is a phone call for the next five, no cost, no obligation. The number 617-674-2000, 617-674-2000. Well, Jack Young is a part of this show. You'll hear him uh, quite often here on the Wall Street Sweeper. And coming up, Russ Hackman's back in studio. you get a clear picture of your financial life and if you're near retirement it is essential to make sure that you have a clear picture of your financial life it's the wall street sweeper with russ hackman and of course uh clear hair and jack young who we just heard from they're also a part of the show as well as a part of the team at hackman wealth partners now we talked about it we teased it we're going to move into dangerous assumptions to make in your financial life and you know what happens felix unger from the odd couple tv versions says it best. You should never assume because when you assume you make an of you and me. You know, Russ, we all <laughs> we all do make assumptions. I mean, we're all guilty of it, but this is a dangerous area to make assumptions in in financial and retirement planning. That's true. And we Learn got you. we got a few to run through here, like some assumptions that people commonly make. And I think I might take them a little bit out of order here, Dave. Okay. One of the ones is just how much you'll spend in retirement. What is, you know, there's these you know, people saying, hey, you'll spend only 80 or 90% of what your salary was, 
or you should look at this 4% rule uh, as to how much you should spend of your assets each year. Mm -hmm. And I don't like either one of those assumptions. And I think it is a good thing to, uh, you know, continue to examine, you know, one of them is that 4% rule and the notion that you could take out about 4% of your savings each year without uh, depleting them much or, or at least without running out of money. And again, to me, that means that if the markets or if my portfolio is down in any one year, then, you know, if I multiply 4% times a lower number, it's like, well, honey, we got less to spend this year. And my view is that's malarkey, right? We want, I want a budget that contemplates market volatility in my financial plan so that when the markets are down, it's like, hey, well, yeah, we're, we knew we were going to have some down years here, right? And we have a budget that not only doesn't have to go down when we get some market downs, but also is, and I'm we're very um, deliberate about this, like, I want a higher budget during the so-called go-go years, right, Dave, we call them those, where I'm retired and before I'm, you know, 85 or 80 or, you know, pick your number where you're not going to be able to get around or travel around the world as much anymore. I want nice high budgets during my go-go years and I want to be sure that even when the market's down, I'm not going to have to sit here and be saying, well, am I sure I can take that trip? Am I sure I'm going to take that trip? You know, these are really, really uh, important things. You know, the other, I guess this is related, the other major assumption is, and I think a lot of the big box firms do this, and a lot of people do this, is, hey, I'll probably live till like 85. You know, I'll probably live till like 90, right, Dave? You've heard that. Oh, yeah. But, and um, yeah, we don't know. Yeah, you definitely, you know, and but if you look at just anecdotally, there's a plenty of people who are 95 or 100 years old right now that the last thing they if you ask them, the last thing they ever expected was to make it to that. Right. So, yeah, when we do financial plans, it's like, all right, you might think you you're not going to make it till 85. And that's all right, based upon, you know, maybe family history or whatever. But the question to me, the number one rule of financial planning is if I'm 95 or 100 and I am still here, where's my money coming from? And it can't be that interest rates went up or the stock market went down and now I don't have any money. Wouldn't right? a, a good positive assumption be to just assume you will live a long time? I, uh, to me, yeah. I mean, it's like assume we're going to live to 100 or maybe even beyond yeah. we do this in our plans. And assume also that market downturns come at the worst possible time, right? Mm -hmm. And you know that, and let's plan for market downturns. So we know that if we're going to live another 40 years or could live another 40 years, that a Cat 5 storm comes every 5 to 20 years. So we're going to have a Cat 5 storm, right? Yeah. And so if you'd like to talk to us about a plan that contemplates a Cat 5 storm, navigating that storm, coming out of the other side still sailing give us a call next five callers that have saved five hundred thousand dollars or more for retirement to schedule it's the next five at no cost no obligation 617-674-2000 617-674-2000 let's put you in touch with russ and the team at hackman wealth to talk about your financial life and if you're near retirement your retirement 617-674-2000 coming up russ takes questions from listeners We're back 
back into the Wall Street Sweeper with Russ Hackman. Russ Hackman is president of Hackman Wealth Partners. Russ Hackman, 25 years in the financial industry. He's seen a lot of the uh, cat fives and and other uh, turbulent economic situations. And as he just said, I mean, we really need to plan on uh, or assume a good assumption would be maybe worst case scenario or at least being prepared for that. We're going through assumptions that can be dangerous. Let's start with this one, Russ. Um, we've talked about this before, the uh, dangerous assumption of how much money you'll pay in taxes on retirement dollars. And I think you've discussed that many people think that taxes will go down in retirement. Well, yeah. And I think, you know, let's talk about the biggest sort of ways that we think you can improve on your plan. Right. Mm -hmm. And this is one of them. You know, tax management strategy is one that we're going to talk about. The other main two are the ones that I continue to reiterate. It's asset allocation. Do I have the right amount in stocks? Not too much. Do I have the right amount in bonds? Zero, right? The next is my safe money. Is it earning an adequate return? Nothing wrong with 5.5% CDs. Nothing wrong with 5.5% T-bills, right? Mm -hmm. These things. And then fees. These are all assumptions that are in our portfolios that we can't, that in many cases need to be changed. We're going to come back to that, but let's talk for a minute about taxes. You know, there is this old notion that my tax rate in retirement uh, or my income in retirement is going to be lower than what it was when I was working, right? And the math that we get into is when I sit down with folks Anyone who has more than a million dollars in tax-deferred accounts, 403Bs, 401Ks, IRAs, TSPs, et cetera, that money that you haven't yet paid taxes on, anyone who has more than that and a relatively, you know, not the hugest budget in the world, mm -hmm. what tends to happen is when we run things through the calculator, we see that the required minimum distributions that start at age 73, 74, or 75, depending how old you are, that those cause some serious escalating in your income, whether you like it or not. Right. And then the question is, and I've, I mean, I've met people who are 90 years old going like, my RMD is 10% of my IRA. And I, I've met people who have two, $3 million I, uh, in an IRA, right? They're taking, they're forced to take $300,000 a year wow. out of their IRAs, right? And that is definitely no fun at all. That's right? a game changer. Right? So when we do sit down with folks, uh, and it really is independent financial advisors who will work on tax planning, not all, but we're one, and I'm sure we're not the only one. But the question is, hey, how do we estimate my future tax liability and how do we get a handle on it? Can I do money? Can I do smart things like intelligently getting money into Roth accounts over time that allow me to lower the total amount of taxes that I pay? You know, think of the part, the government as your sort of unpleasant partner in this business that <laughs> is your retirement plan. Right. And if you could get that unpleasant partner out of your business for as little as possible. Right. I that like is that. The, that is the thing to do. Right. <laughs> Buy out the partner, unpleasant partner. Get that partner out of the way. <laughs> you know, the other assumption that we were starting to allude to 
uh, Dave, and you know, is is a good way to uh, you know continue this conversation. Is yeah, these assumptions around stock bond mix, these assumptions around the correct way to invest is stock mutual funds and bond mutual funds, or stock ETFs or bond ETFs. That is not the correct way to invest, particularly because the bond ETFs and bond mutual funds are no good for your less risky money. And in many cases, those stock mutual funds might have too much risk or too much in fees. So there's a lot of wood to chop uh, when you sit down and take a fresh look at your portfolio. It is a good chance to give folks the opportunity to come in and see us. It doesn't cost you anything to get a second opinion. And folks always learn something. Next five callers that have saved $500,000 or more for retirement. And to schedule with Russ and the team, uh, get that plan together. Great second opinion opportunity, 617-674-2000, Coming up, Russ takes questions from listeners. with Russ Hackman, president of Hackman Wealth Partners and the Wall Street Sweeper. It is sweeping away the clutter of Wall Street with information on this show every week. Russ says it. We're going to give you a lot to think about, and that's exactly what he does. And Jack and Clear, all of the team, giving us what we need to think about today in our financial lives. In answering your questions, which Russ does dedicate time on this show to do, to those who took the time to go to HackmanWealth.com and click the radio tab. That's how you submit your question to Russ. HackmanWealth.com. Click the radio tab like Leonard did. I know that open enrollment is coming up in the fall. Is this a topic that I should be discussing with a financial advisor? And if so, what kind of questions are others asking to make sure that you are making the right decision? Yeah, I think it is a good thing to talk uh, with your financial advisor about if you have one who is sort of open to talking about anything. You know, the two, the sort of the two main things that are important to me are you know, are you getting money into these HSA accounts, which are great? Uh, you can roll over them. You can carry over the money. You can use the money essentially tax-free for certain eligible um, eligible healthcare expenses. I met a couple the other day that was loading up their HSAs maybe for long-term care down the road. And, you know, that's a mm-hmm. good idea. Yeah. Uh, the uh, other aspect of things is uh, just – you know, a, you could change at any time, but open enrollment is a reminder as to, uh, you know, the percentages that you're contributing to your 401ks. Uh, and I urge the, you know, the best habit that anyone can get into, and this is a good thing to talk with kids, grandkids about is get those 401k contributions up above 10% of what your salary is. When you get a raise, I tell people if you got a 4% raise, most people are getting raises just inflation-wise. If you get a 4% raise, increase your contribution to your 401k by 1%. You never miss that money, Yeah, right? You do that a few years in a row, you get above 10%. And also, uh, we've talked about on the show, think about whether you might contribute to Roth. If your salary is not huge, then... You ought to be contributing into the Roth portion of your plan. 
And that's some of the best advice I think to give to kids. I tell that to the kids of every client that we have is contribute to the Roth side. Yes. Basically you're paying a little bit in taxes now and you're going to be thanking yourself when you're 60 or 70 Big and time. have a huge tax-free Roth account, right? That is one of the best pieces of advice you could give someone young and a, a young adult, uh, especially in their savings. Well, and the other, the, uh, probably the other thing while we're on the subject is the only thing you should be in for almost all of us in our 401ks because they have choices. They have a lot of these target date funds. They default you in, which just means you're getting some bond funds, especially for kids, mm-hmm. 20, 30, 40, um, all stocks. Almost every plan has an S&P 500 option. It should all be in there. It doesn't matter if this fall is scary. We're talking about retirement, 60s, 70s. Just, you know, and the difference if somebody has bond funds for 20 or 30 years, that is a huge drag on their returns. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so 100% stocks in those 401ks, you could take less risk and have safe money elsewhere. Yeah, you got time on your side when you're younger, too. Uh, well, this ties in with Floyd. Uh, I'm 57, married, contributing the max to my 401k. I've heard you say that contributing to the Roth side of a 401k may make more sense for some. How do I make that decision? Well, the way you make that decision is actually look at the tax tables And so you can go on the IRS site or lots of different sites that have the tax tables. And there's these sort of sweet spot uh, tax brackets, which are the 22 and 24% brackets. For married people, they go up to 190,000, the 22% bracket, uh, 364,000, the 24% tax bracket for married people. And then for single people, uh, the numbers are uh, 22% bracket is 95. And the 24% bracket is 182. So if you're less than basically 182,000 for a single person or 364,000 for a couple, I think you should be putting all your money in the Roth version of the plan because that means you're paying your taxes now at a pretty low rate. Rates have never been this low. They're destined to go up in a couple of years anyway. You got to pay state tax too. But we were talking earlier about the government being your involuntary partner in your retirement plan. This means you're basically getting them out of there from the get-go, and that's a good thing. Remember, you can send that question to have Russ answer on the show at hackmanwealth.com. Click the radio tab. Here's Phyllis. few questions. What can I do or what should I do with an old 401k retirement account of mine? My former employer stopped contributing to it when I got laid off after the pandemic in 2020. Now, as of today, my balance is roughly 160000 Will this account continue to grow even if I don't contribute to it? Well, yeah, it should. I mean, it depends on obviously what uh, is invested in and and it depends what's going on in the markets. I think that, uh, you know, assuming, Phyllis, that, um, you know, you've got a new job or you know, whether you do or not, uh, it's usually better to consolidate those old 401ks into IRAs. Uh, basically, an IRA is disconnected from an employer. You can open one up at like a Vanguard, a Schwab, whatever. And uh, or you can work with a financial advisor and then you have a lot more options. So you want to get in the habit of not leaving those old 401ks lying around. I've talked about this before, but account consolidation is important. You don't want to be having 10 accounts, you know, when you're in your 80s. 
So, and it's, it's a little bit of a pain operationally. So we like to help people get their numbers of accounts consolidated. It is a good trans, uh, time to transition to an opportunity to come in and see us. We can talk to you about account consolidation. We can talk to you about a second opinion, a risk assessment, a fee assessment, next five cars that have saved $500,000 or more for retirement. It is comprehensive, no doubt, and it's about you. So it's a custom approach, and you will walk away with a lot of information, an excellent second opinion opportunity. 617-674-2000 to schedule. 617-674-2000. 617-674-2000. You know, there's just no obligation here for the next five and no cost, certainly. But if you do go forward with the team at Hackman Wealth, well, then this is a head start getting the Uh, and taking advantage of this comprehensive review and second opinion opportunity. Again, to schedule, 617-674-2000, Coming up, Russ helps a couple fix their risk profile during volatile times. This is the Wall Street Sweeper. More to come. Stay with us. The website for Russ Hackman and the team, it's hackmanwealth.com, hackmanwealth.com. Speaking of the team, when you go to the website, well, click the uh, the tab and meet the team on the website. You can also click the radio tab and hear the podcast of our, our past shows here. The Wall Street Sweeper, Consumer Advocate Dave Perkins with Russ Hackman, president of Hackman Wealth Partners. Russ and Claire and Jack take the time on this show to share case studies, things we can relate to. And, and, and they really are relatable for those listeners. Russ. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, you know, we're doing this um, week in and, and week out in our offices, and it is such a pleasure to uh, to see everyone. Um, you know, I've made this point, uh, you know, there's a real theme in our, our um, you know, meetings over the last year or two, and I hope it doesn't come off sounding like a broken record. But I think, you know, one of the things that uh, we've talked to Dave that about our book, that's coming up. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be coming up sometime next year. It's called wall street is not your friend. <laughs> and, and one of the themes of that is wall street likes complexity, likes complex stories, uh, things that are complicated or with a lot of moving parts, or where you see you've got 20 or 25 funds, those allow wall street to justify its existence. And more often than not, you're ending up at a place where you're just getting charged excess fees, right? Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of people, I'd say virtually everyone I meet, who are pretty exasperated uh, with Wall Street. Uh, You know, you had these gains earlier this year, and the people I'm seeing now are like, hey, this this just feels like, uh, you know, an endless walk around. You know, you when you're if you ever go into a casino, you know how they like it's impossible to get out of the casino. <laughs> right. like, there's no signs. Yeah. Everything's kind of in a circle. How do you get out of this place? You're like, what? What's going on? And I, you know, I don't. I'm not against uh, casinos. Like you spend a few hundred bucks and you have a good time, and then that's uh, fine. But like that's not <laughs> where I want. You know, be with hundreds of thousands of dollars, right? No. And, and they have so, those ATMs there for a reason. Yeah, I mean, and I think so many people are looking at their portfolios now going like, you know, this just feels like I'm just stuck in a casino. You know, these guys push up the market in the beginning of the year, and then here they are hammering it again. And to some extent, that's true. Like more than half the the trading volume 
is professional traders. A lot of it is the hedge fund guys just pushing the markets around. And I think a lot of people are just like, hey, how do I make like five to eight percent a year in kind of a boring fashion? Right. Mm -hmm. So we're talking about a case study here. And this is a couple uh, I met and started working with uh, recently that, you know, they had done a great job saving uh, $3 million, you know, great number, Excellent. Great, great number for anybody getting ready to retire early at age 60. Now, you know, they had heard the show and they, you know, they came in and said, listen, Russ, like we got, we got this kind of 60, 40 stock bond mix that you're talking about. Yeah. We see that both our stock funds and our bond funds are starting to roll over again. Right. And, you know, I also was touched where we were talking about international investing. I got a lot of funds here that have an inter international bent to them. You know, another thing that I don't like is international investing, period, because if you basically look at international investing compared to U.S. investing, I've never looked at a, any time period where the international investing has been better. Not a great right? track record or comp Yeah, com so like, I'm, why would I deliberately diversify into something that does worse? Right. It, that doesn't make sense. Uh, and this runs counter to some of the prevailing wisdom. But it's like, no, you don't need international investing. Uh, you certainly don't need emerging market investing, and and that exists in a lot of portfolios. Mm -hmm. So um, they had the sixty forty mix, three million dollars. Okay, but at sixty, like we were talking earlier, you got to plan to live to a hundred, right? So three million sounds like a lot, but it's not a foregone conclusion that your three million is going to get you through the rest of your life, especially if you're not investing correctly, right? Um, and what, and that's true if you got 1 million or 3 million or 5 million, right? That it's not a foregone conclusion that your money is going to last. So again, as we dug into their portfolio, yeah, the 60% was okay. A little too high. I'd say with the old cat five storm risk, like if I took 60% of, of, uh, of 3 million, uh, that's, uh, 1.6 million, right? And so if that drops in half, I lose 600 grand or 800 grand rather. Um, and so, yeah, that sounded like too much risk. And then we were yeah, looking at these bond funds that were down like 20% plus. And it's like, hey, that money, that's even more important. Like these, this stock money will come back eventually. Mm -hmm. Maybe you could be in some better funds, but that, that will come back eventually. That 40% in bonds, that is not coming back. If any advisor tells you your bond funds are coming back, that is just wrong. The only way that bond funds come back is if rates go, the 10-year goes back to 1%, like in a hurry. Right. And it looks like it's about to break 5%. Right? So not in so, a hurry. So I'm like, I would sell those bond funds immediately and put them in CDs, right? Even okay. if you never did any business with us. Like a temporary cause, measure? Because at least that's, you got to make your money back eventually, you know, being in CDs at five and change, you're certainly not going to lose anymore mm -hmm. if this bond market continues to fall apart. Uh, so we looked at, we ultimately ended up with a portfolio that was 45% stocks, 55% safe money okay. that can't go backwards. And about 30% of that, about, about, you know, 30% of the 55 or 30, you know, 30 of the 55 mm -hmm. was in CDs and T-bills. Okay. So that's good. You know, and make it five and a half. If the Fed eventually cuts rates, that'll go down. But I don't believe it'll go much below three for a long time. 
And then we did 25% in principal protected investments Good. that are expected to make. They're not guaranteed to make, but expected to make 7 to 9% a year with gains locking in each year. And it's like, okay, that's a lot better place to be. And in addition, more than half of their money was IRA money. And so we did one of these tax liability estimates and Roth conversion plans to get them into a spot where they could get much more in Roth accounts and end up leaving those Roth accounts to their kids as opposed to dumping a bunch of IRAs, which are taxable to their kids. So this kind of work, um, you know, we do uh, week in and week out. We love doing it. We also have the opportunity to serve as their partner and be available to them anytime over the next 20, 30 years and beyond. And uh, we so enjoy partnering with our clients. It is a good opportunity, Dave, to transition to come in and talk to us about what a partnership looks like, someone who can help you navigate what's going on in this world, second opinion, tax liability estimate to the next five cars that have saved $500,000 or more for retirement. Yeah, a good partnership that can begin with that that good diversified approach and proactive tax planning. Russ just talked about 617-674-2000, 617-674-2000. Next five, no cost, no obligation for this comprehensive review and second opinion. 617-674-2000. More thoughts on what's ahead for the markets this fall coming up. Wealth Partners around Boston for offices. Which one's convenient for you to come in and talk about your financial life, your journey to retirement if you're near retirement? Downtown Wakefield, Hingham, and Waltham. This is the Wall Street Sweeper. And Russ Hackman is the president of the firm, Hackman Wealth Partners. Learn more at hackmanwealth.com. And also, uh, Come in and talk about you and your life with Russ, Jack, Claire, and the team. So, Russ, you painted, uh, I don't want to say, or maybe I should say a bleak picture of the markets in the fall, as you warned us. So, what's ahead? Well, look, again, you know, the point of talking about this is trying to read the tea leaves. It is interesting. I think it allows us to sort of tease out uh, risks in our portfolios that we may not be aware of, or maybe some of those hidden assumptions like uh, the odd couple was telling us right. about, right? I think, you know, over the coming weeks and months, you know, might be a blinding, blinding glimpse of the obvious, but I think you can expect to have some, you know, these data points are really driving the market because the question is, and we're going to get into November. The question is, is the Fed going to hike rates again than the um, conventional wisdom or the wisdom is shifting towards yes, given what the Fed has been saying? And that can lead to some more strain on the banking system and in treasuries. Now, keep your eye on the 10-year treasury rate. If that thing is starting to get near 5%, you know, that's just not a good move. It's not helpful to banks. It's not helpful really to anything in the economy. It's it's causing mortgage rates to spike, auto loan rates to spike, and potentially some real instability in the financial markets. So just keep your eye on all that. I'm sure we'll have some big ups and big downs. 
We talked about Wall Street likes to do that, likes to push the markets around, and they're definitely capable of it. Um, and so it's a good opportunity to just be cognizant of your risks. In general, if you have your stock market risks right, like the right percentage of your portfolio, if you're close to or in retirement, to me, that's less than 50%. Sometimes it's less than 30%, depending on your age. If you got your risk right in the stock market side, then that's good. You should you know, feel okay about that, not be trying to time the market. But if you got a bunch of bonds that are allegedly safe, you got to address that, right? Because that could get even worse. And I don't think those are coming back anytime soon. You're getting you're much better off just ditching them and buying CDs, if you ask me. Let's transition. Uh, thank you all for listening. Last chance to call in, get on our calendar. Next five cars that have saved $500,000 or more for retirement. Schedule for one of the four offices around Boston. Which one is most convenient to you? Downtown Wakefield, Hingham, and Waltham. 617-674-2000. 617-674-2000. Next five, no cost, no obligation. Every week, Russ keeps us up on what we need to know in the markets and what we should know in our financial lives. Hope you're back with us next week for the Wall Street Sweeper. Russ Hackman, Claire Hare, and Jack Young are investment advisor representatives of Retirement Wealth Advisors Incorporated, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Investment advisory services offered through Brookstone Wealth Advisors, LLC, BWA, a registered investment advisor, and an affiliate of Brookstone Capital Management, LLC. BWA and Hackman Wealth are independent of each other. Insurance products and services are not offered through BWA, but are offered and sold through individually licensed and appointed agents. The opinions expressed by Russell Hackman, Claire Hare, Jack Young, and their guests on this radio show are their own and do not reflect the opinions of this radio station. All statements and opinions expressed are based upon information considered reliable, although it should not be relied upon as such. Any statements or opinions are subject to change without notice. Investments involve risk and unless otherwise stated are not guaranteed. Past performance cannot be used as an indicator to determine future results. Any strategies mentioned may not be suitable for everyone. Information expressed does not take into account your specific situation or objectives and is not intended as recommendations appropriate for you. Before acting on any information mentioned, please consult with a qualified tax or investment advisor to determine if it is suitable for your specific situation. This program is designed to provide accurate and authoritative information with regard to the subject covered. Any comments regarding safe and secure products and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance and annuity product guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company and are not offered by BWA. Indexed or fixed annuities are not designed for short-term investment and may be subject to caps, restrictions, fees, or surrender charges as described in the annuity contract. Guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims paying ability of the issuer. Agents receive payment in the form of commission and or other compensation, such as a percentage of the organization's profits from selling an annuity from the insurance company. Registered investment advisors and investment advisor representatives act as fiduciaries for all of our investment management clients. We have an obligation to act in the best interests of our clients and to make full disclosure of any conflicts of interest, if any exist. Please refer to our firm brochure, the ADV2A Item 4, for additional information.